Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to sure you can get great french roast somewhere anyway i don't know <laughs> there's good coffee everywhere remember i moved to new york city um About 22 years ago. And uh, had grown up in California. And I got there. And I don't know. Maybe I don't have a refined palate, but yeah, it was delicious. Everything was delicious. Everything here's delicious too. I don't know. Food's delicious. But. Coffee's good. Everywhere. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. What a gift that is. What a gift that is. So there's a phrase that's been gnawing at me that I wanted to do a podcast episode about. And, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it today. And the reason it's just been, um, circulating in my head and I haven't done it yet is because, well, I'll talk about it, but it's a question, you know, it's a question that keeps coming into my mind and, and, uh, 
the thought of saying it out loud is like, okay, the, uh, the answer is so obvious, but it's not so obvious because, I don't know, wouldn't really act like the answer is obvious, so I'm just going to ask it. <laughs> it might sound like an obvious question or a silly question, but I'm going to ask it. Are you aware of the fact that other people are going through stuff too? <laughs> I mean, the reason I'm asking that is because, well, a couple reasons. One, it's so central to recovery. And two, we really don't act like it very often. <laughs> and it was a huge epiphany to me when I learned that other people were having completely different experiences than I was having. That was a real awakening. It was the beginning of the real beauty. The realization that what's going on in my world, in my thoughts, in my head, in my immediate surroundings is not going on in anyone else's. Everyone's having a totally different experience and everybody's going through stuff. Everybody's going through stuff. And everybody needs help. Everybody. There's somebody that you're thinking about now, I'm sure. And they need help. They need I don't know To be listened to To be heard To feel heard To feel seen I mean one of the great things About being a human being is Everybody wants to feel seen. It's one of the big ones. Do you make people feel seen? What I mean by that is... Do you respond to everything? can't tell you how many times I've written an email or a text very thoughtfully and lovingly and gotten nothing back because they were done with my services. And that's something I've noticed in sobriety as I've become more aware of the experience of other people. I don't ever want to make anybody feel that way. Invisible. Not seen. Have you ever... You know, that's why I try not to just reach out to people when I need something. I reach out to people quite a bit for no reason, just to say hi and I love you. I find that to be really important. and I want everybody to know that I'm aware of them. I see them. I want people to feel seen. 
Everybody's going through something totally different. It took me a long time to just start. I mean, it took me a long time to learn all this. But like I said, it was a real shift in my whole experience. It was a really important shift when I realized that starting a conversation with hello means something. It's an acknowledgement that someone else is, is not merely an extension of my needs or they're not um, years ago at my job at the treatment center um, one of the owners used to call me and text me frantically <clears throat> I'm just completely frantically it was the equivalent of let's say you're a horse and then somebody just jumps on your back and just just starts kicking you doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter what's going on doesn't matter what's your experience is like what you're in the middle of doesn't matter they're more important what's going on with them is more important they're you're, you're not a separate entity so I'd be sitting in school at the time I was in a school to you know for addictions counseling and I'll get this I get a text you know 911 you know 911 call me right now I didn't know back then I didn't know <laughs> and I run outside you know what's going on well, so-and-so's at the movie theater, and I don't know. There's this person, they're on meth, and they need to come in, like, this very second, and I don't know what to do, and, you know, it's like... <laughs> I don't want to get into all of it, but it wasn't an emergency. And um, I learned a lot from interactions like that. Like, I don't want to be... I don't want to jump on anybody's back and just start kicking them. Hello, you know? This is what I need. This is what I want right now. I don't care what's going on with you. I was in class. I was actually talking in class. I was actually talking to like 45 people when I got this 911. You know, stop what you're doing. Not even a hello first. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't think it's a big deal, but I have come to see that it means something. I don't. Come see it slowly over time. <laughs> For a really long time, everybody was simply an extension of my needs. And you were not going through something independent of me. My world was the most important. I think that's called egocentric. I think that's called self-centeredness. <clears throat> and... I don't know, the longer I'm sober, the more I see that people are really going through stuff. And and um, yeah, we don't always treat people as if they're going through stuff also. It's the most important thing. What's on my mind is the most important thing.
And um, I don't know, it's taken a lot of time. It took a lot of time for me to be aware <laughs> that I was not the center of the universe. There's people in your life right now who don't feel heard. I, I guarantee it. There's people in your life, in your immediate life, that do not feel heard. Who are so used to it, they would initially say, oh, no, I'm heard. If you brought it up. But they don't. I'm telling you. I know it. I remember when it was a big epiphany that when I got sick, when I got physically sick, you know, that didn't mean that I should be less kind to anyone because that was a big deal when I first discovered that, that because I'm not doing well, doesn't all of a sudden I should be rude to you. All of a sudden I should be less kind to you just because I'm not feeling good who cares about your experience I don't feel good so yesterday I gave you like 50 feet of patience but today I'm gonna give you like two just because I I don't feel as good so I don't feel as good so I'm gonna treat you differently that was a huge thing for me to discover that I could separate the experience I was having from the experience that you were having and I was able to start acting accordingly treating people better no matter how I felt that was big because you know I'm stressed out so I'm going to take it out on you I'm freaking out so I'm going to jump on your back and kick you It took a lot for me to be like, you know what? I'm freaking out, but they're not. So what's the most loving thing to do here? Maybe I'm not the Alpha and the Omega. Maybe my feelings and thoughts are not the whole universe. And I started to be able to Separate how I was feeling from how someone else might be feeling. And I was able to put a divider between what I was experiencing and how I treated you. It didn't have to be the same thing. And that was significant. It started to really change things. And how this relates to recovery is just... It's central to recovery. To me, it's... It's central to it. Not to me, to the big book, too. It says above everything, we needed to not be mostly concerned with ourselves. Our resentments or our self-pity. We can't, above everything, mostly be concerned with our experience. Above everything. And if I just jump on your back and start kicking you, I'm mostly concerned with my experience. It 
sometimes you have to, you have to jump on someone's back and kick them. You feel like you do, but you can still say hello first. <laughs> you don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> But there's a lot here. It's a big, big topic. Lots of aspects of it. But back to the question, are you aware that other people are going through stuff too? Are you aware of that? Is that on your radar? That what you're going through is not the beginning and the end and the alpha and the omega. It's not everything. Other people are going through stuff also. My experience got a lot better, more gentle, more calm, as I became more and more engaged in what other people were experiencing. There's that great line. There's one great line in that prayer. I'm just kidding. There's a great line in um, the 11-step prayer, you know, St. Francis. St. Francis prayer when it says it's in the self-forgetting that one finds it's in the self-forgetting that one finds you don't get lost by doing that actually your problems get solved a lot quicker by engaging in the reality of the fact that other people are having experiences independent of yours it's kind of amazing counterintuitive it's just my experience I don't know I'm not some know-it-all I don't know like I've said a hundred times on here I'm one ding ding ringing his bell I don't know I do not represent AA I'm not some kind of a genius or guru or anything like that I'm just sharing my experience and when I learned that um other people are having totally different experiences that started to really change my sobriety. And that was when I started to feel close to a higher power. That was where I found God. That was what I found. That's what I find when I get lost in someone else's... Not lost. Do you know what I mean? Engaged in someone else's experience. Authentically. So just think about all the people in your life right now. I know someone's hurting. Somebody could use a shift in someone in their life's behavior to more gentle, compassionate actions. Everybody can use that. I have a lot of analogies for stuff, you know. I have a lot of analogies. I have to share my tennis one sometime. About conversations. Like tennis matches. <laughs> There's no winner or loser, but it's just playing. Hitting the ball back and forth. That's for another time. There's enough analogies, you know what I mean? I have an analogy for how many analogies I have. So there's this guy. That's not funny. 
Usually, I can tell when I'm done because I start wanting to say really, really sophisticated jokes. Very sophisticated. Very top-shelf sophisticated jokes. And I know that my level of humor can be very triggering for some people, and I don't... I don't want to do that, so I'll stop. I'll just reel it in because I'm really funny. I mean, I'm frighteningly funny. It's scary how funny I am, and I think everybody is very clear on that. So I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, shame anybody with my. I'm just gonna stop. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three. I want to give a shout out to Sober Gratitudes Podcast, a podcast greater than yourself, the Black Rhinos, and the Anonymous Podcast. Say hello to Chelsea. And I want to say to anyone who needs to hear it that everything is okay. Everything's okay. See what you could do to brighten up someone's day just a little bit. Something in your life is used to you going right. Go left. What would be the most loving thing to do? These are the kind of things I talk to myself about sometimes as I go through the day, often. And. On that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth the saving. I hope you'll do the same.